0: So whatever happened to things like truth and honesty and even integrity? Haven't seen them in a while, have you? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Thursday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. What a busy week this has been so far. I'm gonna share a few things with you on the program today. Even take you a little behind the scenes before the program is over. And I'm gonna let you in on a few things that I really believe you need to know, especially a lot of the stuff going on behind the scenes. I don't talk about that often. I wanna share just several different news stories that, that may seem to be unrelated, but really they are related. It all has to do with truth, honesty, integrity, where you source your news and your information. What are the motives? of even some of those that provide you daily information. One of the hardest jobs that I have in producing this radio program is trying to go through all these various news sources. I subscribe to a tremendous amount of material. And there are times that I have a strange feeling. Some of the things that I'm reading may not exactly be true. Even though they're coming from so-called websites or sources or people that have been recommended to me. Yeah, Bob, he's got his video, you know, over there at Rumble or Shoot or whatever the case may be. So, you know, you know that it's uncensored. So it's got to be true. And then I'll watch some of this stuff. And it's designed to attract a, let's call it a conservative audience. But something doesn't feel right. Something and the claims being made don't even totally add up. And so I recognize the hardest part of this radio program is not getting down before the microphone and talking. That's that's pretty easy. It is doing the research, and then I have to do one other thing that many programs don't necessarily do. I have to prayerfully consider: do I share everything that I find? And what should I share and why should I share it? There's a reason I'm going to be sharing some of the news stories today and some of the observations that I have today. Because honesty and integrity are in extremely short supply. Now, we've known the advertising industry has had a tendency over the (laughs) Over the decades, let alone the years, the decades, to exaggerate or to not even tell the truth, even knowing sometimes that they're they're not exactly being totally honest, but it's more important you buy their product. That's happened many a time, I'm sure. And I'm sure you can probably send me examples of when you've been taken uh, because of a, a very Clever advertising campaign Here in the United States It is the height of the political Season prior to the midterm Elections in Like you know 12 days And so The advertising agencies The political consultants That entire political class Is working overtime To convince you To believe things That many times are simply not true And I'm amazed at how many politicians can stand before an audience, stand before a television camera in this day and age, and they can stare at the camera and just lie. And they really believe they're telling the truth, I think, sometimes because they become that deceived. We'll talk about that in a minute. Now, some of you may have seen the entire debate. I've only seen, like most of us, bits and pieces of the debate this past Tuesday night uh, between Mehmet Oz and uh, John Fetterman, running for the United States Senate from the Keystone State of Pennsylvania. And the media in Pennsylvania, for the most part, like the mainstream media, pretty well anywhere, leans to the left to begin with. And the fact that even the media in pennsylvania would actually uh, ask a real question was rather refreshing to a degree and and how john fetterman handled the question that he was asked was really rather surprising see one of the issues right now with energy in the united states is is oil and of course the current administration in washington and the party currently in power in the house and the senate They're all about getting rid of fossil fuels. Number one, there's no such thing as a fossil fuel. We've allowed that term into our vocabulary, and it is not even a correct term. That was a theory that Russian scientists had in the 1700s and was perpetuated into the 20th century. But as we start digging deeper and deeper and and all that goes with it, it's increasingly obvious that these are not fossil fuels. They're they're something else. Natural gas, all of it. And and so you have in Pennsylvania, it was critical for many years to their economy, fracking, to gain oil. Now, I'm not going to debate the pros and cons of fracking. But this media organization, they asked John Fetterman directly the question, do you support fracking? And he stood there in front of that camera on Tuesday night and said, yes, I'm all for fracking. Yes, I support fracking. I really believe in fracking. And then the reporter or the moderator reminded him, but in 2018, you said that you were going to shut fracking down. Which is it? And why have you changed your mind? And rather than try to explain why maybe he changed his mind, he continued to misrepresent what he had said, just denying that he ever said that, even though he said it in 2018. It's on the record. I support fracking. The Truth is, I don't know what he supports, and I don't think anybody else does either. And I'm not even sure if he knows what day of the week it is. Now, let's be completely honest. The man had a stroke, and nobody really knows to what extent there has been lingering damage, long-term issues. Obviously, having to use special equipment to do a debate for less than an hour uh, should be a, shall we say, warning sign that something's not right. Are they going to have screens all over the the United States Senate chamber if he should be elected because he cannot audio process what he's hearing? I don't think he's being honest about his health. And he keeps referring to his doctor. My doctor says, my doctor says, well, his doctor, by the way, is one of his biggest political contributors and supporters. So, of course, his doctor is going to say, and I sometimes wonder if this is not a plan, understand when the Senate of the United States will convene and when the governor in Pennsylvania will be moving on. There's a little window that John Fetterman could be sworn in as a U.S. senator and then have to resign and then have his wife appointed by the governor of Pennsylvania. It could work out that way. Just I'm just throwing it out as a possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but stranger things have happened in Washington, D.C., and United States politics. So we have all these politicians and all the consultants and all the media experts, and then the the well-paid liars, the talking heads on MSNBC, CNN, and, and what have you, all doing their business to try to influence the election, not for the good of the American people, but for strictly an ideology, and not for anything honest, because they have been dishonest. Philadelphia Inquirer says, yeah, Fetterman did a great job in that debate. And I'm going, what debate were you guys watching or what were you smoking or drinking when you watched the debate? That would be my question to those that gave him a better score than, than Dr. Oz. Whether you like Dr. Oz or not is not even material. When it comes to who did a better job in the debate, well, obviously it was not John Fetterman. And I'm beginning to wonder if John Fetterman has really been that intelligent of an individual his entire life. Forget the stroke. So honesty and integrity is in short supply in politics. And I don't care if you're talking federal, state, and sometimes even local politics. Politics seems to breed people that are desirous of power and authority. And they do everything they can to keep that power and authority And honesty and integrity is one of the first things, first casualties of politics. And that is just a bad reflection on what we have become here in the United States. We don't have statesmen anymore. There was a time we had many statesmen who looked at the good of this nation. But over the past hundred years plus, they have been a lesser and lesser commodity. And, and today, we have a bureaucratic class that really runs this nation, which is not what the founding fathers of the United States ever intended. Same in Canada. What your nation has become in Canada is an anathema of those that, that settled that region and created your constitution. This is not what they planned. Honesty and integrity. And then you have, and I'm gonna I've got a story in a little bit I'll I'll be dealing with honesty and integrity in the media. Well it goes without saying the mainstream media is intellectually, morally, and spiritually and journalistically bankrupt, period. There's no doubt about that. They prove it every day and they do it and live in their little bubble and they somehow believe you believe them. And they tweet to themselves on Twitter, to their, to their masses. They never read your replies. They don't want to know what you think. They demand that you accept everything they say and you think likewise. And I'm going to add this, and we'll get to this story in just a little while. There's even a lot of what I call the conservative media, both radio and television, that sometimes I begin to wonder about what drives them. And I'm very convinced at times that it's the money. And they will draw a line when it comes to the money. And so there have been times that I've watched things on Fox News, Newsmax, and others that have been a complete and thorough disappointment. They try to pretend that they're fair, balanced, or conservative, or honest. And yet, over and over again, I catch those two networks in particular, well, falling short of what they claim to be. And so I've learned over time to be incredibly cautious with the things that I read and I watch and I hear. And I'll share a little something about that later on in the program. Now, let me change gears for just a second. I ran into, across this story and I've read it and it pretty much it pretty much sums up what I've been seeing in so many different and reliable sources. For the last several weeks, there's been this obsession with government officials and so-called experts about the new COVID booster shots and how everybody needs to be taking the new COVID booster shot. You can even watch Fox News. There's commercials to take the new booster shot. And everybody's smiling and happy, and they're going to save each other's lives by taking the booster shot. Turns out, oh yeah, Newsmax too, they they take that commercial, and a lot of other places do. And this endless promotion of booster after booster after booster first should tell you that the original uh, two-dose full vaccination was a lie. We also know that Pfizer knew that it was a lie. They never tested if it would really work or stop the transmission, which is the only way a government could have ever demanded anybody take this experimental vaccine is that they had proven it would stop the transmission of COVID-19. Well, now we know it didn't. Other day, you saw the story out of New York State. There's no evidence it stops the transmission. So how can you fire people for not taking this experimental vaccine? And as we mentioned earlier this week, If it's an experimental vaccine under emergency use authorization, you sign your life away before they put the needle in your arm that you will hold everybody blameless if you are injured, disabled, or or you die because of of the vaccine, period. You have no rights. You can lose your job. You can lose everything. And there's no recourse. None. And now we're finding out that these so-called new variant booster shots don't work either. They just don't. And they're scratching their heads. Well, they tested it on eight mice and it seemed to work. Something seemed to have happened. But I guess. But take it anyway. Who knows? Maybe it'll work again. We don't. Well, we'll come up with something in a few months. Just just, 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 please stand by. And so they try to get you to take these boosters. Remember, fully vaccinated, double boosted now, triple boosted. Joe Biden came down with COVID twice, which means the vaccines do not stop the spread. Same with Dr. Fauci. Same now with with Rochelle Walensky at the CDC. But they keep pushing this. And the media ignores all of these stories because it doesn't fit the narrative they're demanding you believe. Now, remember, remember, it wasn't that many weeks ago that Joe Biden was on 60 Minutes. And on 60 Minutes, he was asked a question about the COVID-19 pandemic. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, But the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing. And I think this is a perfect example of it. So there's Joe Biden just a handful of weeks ago at the Detroit-Michigan Auto Show declaring to CBS News. And the program, 60 minutes. The pandemic is over. Okay. But we still have an emergency. Why? And then we have the vaccines and all the commercials being paid for by your taxpayer dollars, by the way, to be on Fox News and Newsmax. Yeah, you expect it over at MSNBC and what have you. You expect it there. But but nobody's questioning these vaccines and very few people at fox news will And the day most of the daytime people kind of skirt around the issue because it's money it's the bottom line and the news i believe is tainted because of the money fox news is no exception either is newsmax and i like i say i got another story coming up in a few minutes so we know the vaccines do not stop you from getting or spreading COVID. And we know that Omicron is nowhere near as dangerous or deadly as the prior original strain from Wuhan. As, va- as, as these things do, as many doctors have pointed out. Over time, they become vastly more contagious, but they become less, less deadly, less symptomatic. And yet they keep pushing this and pushing it and pushing it. It's not the vaccine, honestly. I've been reading several doctors that have put their lives and their careers on the line that say, we've known this since medical school. And how can they deny such common knowledge in medicine with these kind of kind of coronaviruses? They mutate. And over time, the dominant strain becomes very contagious but very non-lethal. Minimal symptoms. So it's not the vaccine that's been minimizing the symptoms, it's the natural progression of how these things mutate. What we have done and what is puzzling a lot of doctors today, not all of them, not the ones that have been bought and paid, if a vaccine worked, you wouldn't be getting or spreading the virus. We know they don't work. But there seems to be something else happening that the media just kind of scratches their head and just goes on to another topic. Why is it that the the fully vaccinated The triple boosted. Why do they keep coming down with COVID? When people who may have had COVID sometime in the last year or two and didn't get vaccinated don't seem to come down with a second or third case of COVID. Many are believing, and and there's science to back it up, this could be creating these vaccines that are not vaccines an antibody-dependent syndrome. And all you're doing is making yourself more susceptible. And we don't know the long-range effects. And like I say, even, even Pfizer admitted they never studied to see if this would minimize transmission or stop it. They didn't. All they saw were spike proteins being manufactured, and they assumed that your body would do the rest and deal with covid And it turns out this theory, never tried before on humans, didn't work. And yet they keep doubling down to take it some more. And they try to make you believe that if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to die. Virtually every COVID death in America is preventable. Virtually everyone. Almost everyone who will die from COVID this year will not be up to date on their shots. Or they will not have taken Paxlovid when they got sick. And so I heard that statement the other day. And I started looking to find the underlying data to back it up. And honestly, maybe it's there somewhere, but I sure can't find it. The numbers from around the world are telling a different tale. Yet they keep pushing the same lie. Now, they said the pandemic is over, but unvaccinated people are going to die. And I don't get it. You know, this is, this is almost become a religion of control. Now we saw how many governors like uh, Gretchen Whitmer up there in Michigan, Gavin Newsom, uh, locked down Larry Hogan in Maryland. Yeah, he's a Republican, but still, he's a rhino. And many others, Murphy in, in, in New Jersey, they all, they all decided they're going to lock everything down. They didn't care if you lost your business, your house, your, your every. You could lose everything, but we're. I'm going to stop COVID. And so many experts at the time, true doctors that had integrity and were willing to risk it all, said it doesn't work that way. It's never been done. All these steps you're taking are unproven. And the things we do know about some of the steps you're taking, we know don't work, but they did them anyway. To make you feel like your government is doing something, people stayed locked at home. People watched their savings evaporate. People lost their homes and businesses that will never open up again. And they had to declare bankruptcy. And did they ever get rid of COVID? Of course not. You look at the states that didn't lock down compared to the ones that did, it was no different. In fact, in some of those cases like New York, it was worse. It was absolutely worse. So the integrity in the medical community now, I challenge in many in, in many aspects, government goes without saying that it's full of liars. I mean, sad to say that it's come down to this. Look at people like Adam Schiff in Congress, a professional liar. The man is incapable, I think, of even telling the truth on important issues any longer. And he doesn't care because his conscience, as the Bible says, is seared. It's toast. Blumenthal, senator from Connecticut. Another liar lies about his military record. Stolen valor. He doesn't care. The media never really calls him out on it, so he just blindly goes along. Not No telling how wealthy he's gotten being a United States senator, like Joe Biden did. They all got filthy rich in jobs that shouldn't have made them that filthy rich. We have a sad state of affairs here in this country. And unfortunately, I don't think the media, even the conservative media, does near the job they should in discussing any of these aspects. Like I say, many of these stories you you find out there are almost like tabloid, just trying to get your attention and getting clicks for the advertising and then selling you stuff. When I began this program over two years ago, I had only one intent, and I still only have one intent, to share with you the best that I can find and sort out in reason and pray it through to give you truth in a world that has become so overwhelmingly dishonest. Now, like I say, I've got a couple of other stories, and I have some personal things and some behind-the-scenes things that I do want to share with you. So so I'm going to go take the break now. If you believe in the mission and ministry of Truth to Ponder, I want to first thank all of you that support this this radio program, whether it's been a one-time gift. Maybe you support us on a monthly basis. Maybe you've thought about it and haven't done it yet now would be a good time as we're getting ready to enter into the month of november can't believe it's almost november if you would prayerfully consider a gift it would mean a lot to me right now if you can make the check payable to ancient word radio that's ancient word radio And the mailing address for Truth to Ponder is Post Office Box 510. That is Post Office Box 510. And the city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. That's Chilhowie, Virginia. We're in the extreme southwest corner of the state. Chilhowie, Virginia, not far from Tennessee, North Carolina, even West Virginia and Kentucky. We're right there where they all kind of come together. And the zip code in Shilhowee is 24319. That's 24, the number three, one nine, 24319. By the way, you can also support us from our website. You can visit truth2ponder.com and find out all the ways to hear this radio program and we will be right back this is truth to ponder
1: with bob Beerman. the lesson of incense coming up shalom Alechem. this is the nice jewish boy jonathan con your jewish connection bringing you the riches of your jewish roots in jesus now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment there are a lot of kinds of sacrifices and offerings in the temple of jerusalem But not all offerings had blood. There was one that is called in Hebrew, levan. Levan means white because it was the way the offering looked. It was white powder. We know it as frankincense. It was offered at the veil of the Holy of Holies especially. It was completely sweet. And also it was made to be completely offered. Everything everything about it went completely up in one smooth sacrifice. It It was wholly gone up in a cloud. Nothing left of it. It was made to be just completely up in a cloud to God. That's it. So it's written in the scripture we are a sweet fragrance, aroma of Messiah. That's the fragrance of the incense offering. Well, how do we do it? Well, The only way to offer incense, it's got to be offered completely. We have to offer up our lives completely. Incense teaches us something. That as incense is made to be offered up completely, so your life is. You can only find the purpose of your life when you offer it up, not hold on to it. You can only have what you give. You can only become what you give. You can only have love when you give love. You know, that's what it's about. Your life is being spent anyway. You know, as time goes on, it's spent but don't let it be spent or taken from you. Give it freely to God. Give everything, whatever you give for God is what you have forever. Give all and your life will become an offering, a holy offering of incense before the Holy of Holies, a sweet fragrance of Messiah. Want more? Ask for the Matana and Kitoret, if you can remember that. Okay, now the free gift for you. What if you discovered the place where the Lost Ark of the Covenant was? Well just as awesome. The mystery of the temple doors on CD. You'll love it. It's our free gift to you. And Sapphire's daily spiritual vitamins guaranteed to revitalize your walk Well, or a free New Testament. How can you get these gifts free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 for your free gifts. You will be blessed. But call now, one 800 S H U A one now, the Jewish people brought you the blessings of salvation. I invite you to join with me to bring it back to them, to bless those who blessed you, to reach the unreached people of the world from every nation. Through Shorewave Radio, blanket the earth with the gospel. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct. Here's how. It's right to the Nice Jewish Boy Box, 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's a Nice Jewish Boy Box, 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying, Shalom and peace be to you, my friend. And Messiah, tikvatenu, our hope.
0: This is truth to ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder for this Thursday, and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I have a lot of things that I, I really do want to share in this segment, so I'm not gonna waste a whole lot of time. Now, we were talking about honesty and integrity in the last segment, and it still is a part of this segment as well. Honesty and integrity. You know, Congressman Adam Schiff, who I mentioned before, and and also along with Senator Dick Durbin. They're demanding. They're demanding the CEOs of places like Google. Parent company, uh, Alphabet, which is also operates YouTube. They're demanding that YouTube censor extreme and harmful incel content on their platform. In other words, anything that Adam Schiff deems to be misinformation, they need to stop this. You know, we need to have the Center for Countering Digital Hate. Yet Adam Schiff and Dick Durbin are two of the biggest liars in Washington, D.C. I would not trust them if they said the sun was going to rise in the east. They're prolific and known liars. And so, for them to be making any demands about truth and honesty is absurd. Truth and honesty is getting more difficult to find. And so, I look at some of the people that are out there trying to do news stories. Try And look, there's some things that are out there. There's some stories, there's some websites that people have referred me to look at and you know if you look carefully there's there's an element of truth in many of them but sometimes they become so sensationalized and some of the claims they make over time you find out we're not true and that can be a difficult thing and i've had it happen to me a few times i, I can remember a couple of websites in particular that Even some of the audience to this program have suggested I look at There were some stories that I really wanted to follow up on. But there was an instinct inside that said, just wait. And over time, some of the outrageous claims had to be scaled back. There's a lot of that out there. Because honestly, in, in a society like we live in, there are people They can make money off this stuff, and they do, and they do quite well at it. You know, somebody was telling me about some of the entities that attend some of the global warming conferences or climate change conferences. Some of the people that attend those are actually, shall we say, conservative at heart or libertarian, and they're there to figure a way to cash in on all the climate whatever. They want to be ahead of the curve, make a buck out of it. And so we realize that money is the root of, well, the love of money anyway, is the root of all evil. I think it had a lot to do with what has gone on with this pandemic and the vaccines and the treatments and everything involved. It's all about the money. And I think many that made the decisions that they did were all about the money. And I pray that they will be revealed for what they did and held accountable. And so to have people like Dick Durbin and, and, and Adam Schiff, of all people, worrying about truth, they wouldn't even know what the truth is. They have no concept of truth. They're delusional. They're reprobate. And they're dangerous. Now, there is some stories that are out there, and I'm trying to learn more about them. And I've followed this one reporter for a number of years now. One time, you know she's from South Africa, one time worked for CBS as a war correspondent, ended up at Fox News for quite a long time doing segments and even had her own program on their paid uh, streaming service. Name is Laura Logan, had a program called Laura Logan Has No Agenda. And maybe she's over the top, but a lot of what she has said over the years has had a strong element of truth in the stories that she has shared. She got tossed from Fox when she compared some of the stuff that Dr. Anthony Fauci was doing to what some of the, uh, Nazi medical doctors were doing and Fox wouldn't have it. And of course, suddenly she disappeared no longer making comments on, uh, Tucker Carlson or or uh or Sean Hannity or or any or Laura Laura Ingram. Uh, did she disappeared. She you can't say that, even though there's an element of truth in it. A very strong element of truth. They drew a line. And so off she went. And she has been doing a lot of research on her own, has put together her own news family, so to speak. And there are several issues that she has been deeply concerned about for many years. And in light of what has been going on at the U.S. southern border now, uh, since Joe Biden took office, it's not just those that are coming in from South and Central America across that border in unprecedented numbers, and we don't know who they are the amount of fentanyl coming across that border that can kill millions upon millions of Americans. And this fentanyl is quite often manufactured in China. We also know for a fact, even the mainstream media kind of acknowledges this, but they don't want to acknowledge just how large a number it is. Middle Eastern terrorists coming across that same border. These wolves are getting into our nation here. And Kamala Harris, the vice president, the czar of the border, is, you know, has not really been there. Joe Biden, they won't go there. No Democrat politician wants to be seen anywhere near the border, especially right now, because it'll highlight just how bad of a problem we have. But there's been another problem going on for years, and it's not talked about, and she's been concerned about it. I'm going to play an audio clip. It lasts about two and a half, three minutes. Do I agree with everything that Laura Logan is claiming or saying? I'm not not certain. I'm not 100% certain, and so I'm a little hesitant in playing it all, but I'm going to do it. With you understanding, and then I'll give you my thoughts on the other side. I believe there is a clear amount of evidence, and has been for a long time, bubbling under the surface that points to these very problems that she is dealing with. She was interviewed the other day on Newsmax, on Bowling's program. And she made a few statements that even Newsmax goes, we can't say those kind of things about people and agencies in this country. We, we don't want to be a part of that. And what disturbs me, though, is that something deep inside of me is saying there's a very powerful element of truth in what she has to say. And I want you to listen carefully and see what your initial reaction is. And I'm going to give you my thoughts on the other side. This is Laura Laura Logan talking about, you know, being now banished from Newsmax. I
2: really don't, don't care what Newsmax says and does at all, not one bit. But going to what I actually said, the reason I believe, that people reacted that way is it's all about the children. The question they don't want us asking is where are all the missing children? What happens to these children? How can hundreds of thousands of kids go missing in the United States every year and nobody knows where they are? They just vanish? I don't think so. I mean, between facial recognition software, voice recognition software and all the different ways to track people. How can we in this day and age not be able to find them? How can uh, hundreds of thousands of children have disappeared from uh, the uh, records of CPS? You know, how can our Child Protective Services, you speak to anybody in the trafficking industry and they will tell you that CPS is involved. I'm working right now investigating a case where CPS has been involved with this trafficker for more than 20 years. OK, targeting single mothers, taking them into courtrooms, taking their children from them and using their children for, uh, you know, for pedophiles, for sex rings, for um porn for snuff videos and so on you listen to Yako boyens who is one of the leading voices in the counter-trafficking movement right because a lot of those organizations can't be trusted but people like Yako boyens they can be trusted and they will tell you that the united states is the number one destination in the world for sex trafficking, that every sex trafficking ring worldwide knows bring the kids to the United States. That this administration is participating in the trafficking of kids because they're paying uh, companies, LLCs and nonprofits and church groups, they're paying them to take these kids and disappear them. And I mean, I interviewed a guy who worked in Homeland Security Investigations for decades and he was at a contractor. And he said, we're being paid millions of dollars. I'm carrying kids to the ER. They've got broken bones. They've got COVID. They've got all kinds of illnesses. We, we clean them up and we put a band aid on the problem. We go back and we get rid of them. They don't do checks. They hand them over to people. They could be sex offenders. They could be, uh, I mean, uh, hardened criminals. They could be illegal. They could be anything. And nobody even checks. They just get rid of these kids as fast as they can. And when it comes, you know, Politico, USA Today, I mean, a a gazillion mainstream Uh, outlets, including the report that you showed, have talked about the blood of young children being the secret to anti-aging. And why does nobody ask, where does blood come from? How do you get the blood of young Uh children? And does it matter if the children are younger and younger and younger? So now you're talking, are you talking about the blood of babies now? Is that what you're talking about? No, we're fine doing articles that say, use the blood of of young children to reverse aging. Or Yuval Noah Harari believes in transhumanism and that we will ascend to be gods and that most of the planet will be useless eaters and we don't need. But wait a minute, no journalist follows up and says, whose blood? Where do you get it? How much does it take? And how do you get the blood of babies? Or to Yovano Harari, wait a minute, you're talking about genocide. You know, how do you, what what do you mean? The whole of Africa, the whole of India, just about are going to be completely, have no meaning to their lives and they're gonna be totally worthless. What does it mean when you say this?
0: So let me give you my thoughts on what you just heard. Do I agree with everything that she has stated? I can't say because I don't know. But I do know this much. Now, listen to me carefully. Early on during the pandemic, she made a lot of claims that the mainstream media, that places like the Daily Beast and the Washington Post and others, claim to be just right-wing conspiracies and fake news, and you must de her off Twitter immediately, Know, the kind of things that dick Durbin and, and uh Adam Schiff would demand turned out that guess what she was right there have been a lot of things that she has made claims about which ultimately proved to be right so I don't dismiss everything that she says and and a lot of these places like uh, you know all the Standard places will use terms like, you know, right-wing conspiracies. Uh, She believes that there was some voter fraud. Yeah, see, you know, you, you can't say voter fraud. You can't say Anthony Fauci was involved with creating the Wuhan virus. See, that was fake news, too. So there has been a track record over time where a tremendous amount of what she has claimed ended up gradually being proven to be true. Now this this bears to be remembered. You know, you you can have all of the Washington Compost and New York Slimes types saying that, well, she'll just end up having a life of, you know, rumble videos. She's not going to be on 60 Minutes anymore. She's not going to be even on Fox News or Newsmax. She's gone, she's gone the, the way of all the nut jobs. And again, how many times was she right? But you're saying, Bob, some of the stuff that she said, it seems so bizarre. Yeah, it does. It even hits me as potentially bizarre. But in an age where the president of the United States sits down with some man who claims he is a woman, Dylan Mulvaney, and he's all about transgenderism, let's mutilate little girls' bodies and cut their breast off. When they're like 11 or 12, because they think they're a boy, or castrate a young boy because he thinks he might be a girl, because his second-rate grade teacher has been filling his mind with all of this, social media confirming it, and demonically possessed people pushing it. You know, we mentioned on the program, we started it yesterday with people with pronouns of we and they where does that come from i think it comes from the book of march mark where jesus confronts the madman by the sea of galilee and the madman when confronted by jesus and jesus asks for the demon's name the demon replies legion because we are many We do have demons in this world. You can believe me or not. You can dismiss this. You can turn the radio to some other station. I don't care. The fact remains there's some really strange things going on in this world. Strange behaviors, things unexplained. And the mainstream media tries to whitewash it all and say it doesn't happen. It's fake news. Don't believe it. No, there's none of that going on. Right now at the southern border, we have no idea what's really going on. And she's right. Where do so many of these children go to? Why, are, why, is, why does the Democrat Party believe so firmly in abortion? It has nothing to do with a woman's right to choose. There's something more sinister and, and satanic about it to me. It is neo-paganism at its best. It is recycled paganism in a modern age. The demons always declare they want to kill children. What better way to do it than in the womb before they're even born? And so when I listen to that, there's something that is saying there's a strong element of truth in what Laura Logan has to say. And I find that frightening in this day and age. And all the Democrats have is January 6th and Roe versus Wade. And there's just something that doesn't ring, that doesn't feel right. Time will tell. And I believe with some of the things that I have actually seen, Occurring in the past two and a half years that we have talked about on this program that over time prove themselves to be true. There's a lot of what she has to say that might be true. And for me, that is what is so concerning. Evil exists in this world. Tremendous amounts of evil exist in this world. And truthfully, with the decline of the church in the Western world, evil is running around more unchecked than ever. With the decline of Christianity in the Western world, or even worse where Christian churches have abandoned the Christian faith. Like I say, I can believe in a lot of what Laura Logan has to say when you have a church bringing in a drag queen to entertain your children in the sanctuary during the service and calling that somehow holy and godly under the Lord. It's demonic. It is evil. So the churches aren't standing up. Once formally bastions of the faith have reneged and have abandoned the faith. Many of the mainstream churches that that really were the backbone of this nation, they're dead spiritually. They are now possessed satanically. The truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ is dead within them. You know, there's someone I know, And back in, I guess it was 2014 or 15, I'm trying to remember, I think it was early 15, I went to visit him and his wife at his home. He, at that time, was in the same church body as I was. And he had worked for another denomination for many years as a church planter, very successful, I might add. And when I first spend time with him you know I I was he's younger than I am and he, he impressed me as a man that just put his heart into building the church into planning new congregations of people that had been unchurched and he had had a tremendous amount of success and then something happened something changed in him And all of a sudden, he and his wife ended up splitting up. And they went their separate ways. She decided to go into a totally different kind. She went into a ministry of her own. And he ended up ultimately, and I'm not going to say where, I'm not going to get into those kind of things, in what would appear on the surface to be a similar church body as to the one in which we belonged at one time together but it's one that has gone thoroughly apostate at its core. And he's a church planner for them. And he's espousing things now that in 2015, he would have absolutely preached against or denied. Something has happened, or maybe he never was a part of the fold to begin with. The church is in serious trouble. Church planning is becoming a dead art. By the way, church planning is not moving Christians laterally from one church building to another. That is not church planning. Church planning is evangelizing and bringing people that do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior into the church. To be added under the church. To have their names written in the Lamb's Book of Life. To teach them as Jesus said as he ascended into heaven, to observe all things. And today, once trustworthy churches are now totally untrustworthy. They have spit on the face of the crucified Lord Jesus Christ and mock him by celebrating the sins that caused him to have to die on your behalf and mine. Instead of repenting of their sins, they spend their time celebrating their sins. So when I see how far the church has declined, how there has been sexual abuse, even in so-called conservative Protestant denominations, some of what Laura Logan has to say has a scary element of truth. And we, in the faith, cannot be found not working. Look, this radio program is one small aspect of the overall ministry God has given me. You know, I used to tease that I would get to this point that I could retire and hand off the work that i'm doing to all these other people and in time i'm sure that will happen and when i thought i would have already been done god called me to keep keep on pressing forward i spent part of yesterday and today and the day before meeting with people about ministry and churches and church planting there's a lot going on in the background and and I stand amazed that an almighty God can still use an old geezer like me for his kingdom. I'm going to be praying about this church building. I'll know more in the next several days. Might know by even tomorrow some more. If not, I hope by definitely Monday. Yeah, I may be planting a church here in Southwest Virginia. I may help others plant churches in nearby communities. I'm working with one of my clergy to plant a church in Georgia, looking at Missouri, have a church, two possible plants going on there, Michigan, and other states and cities. I, I just There's just so much happening. I can't even keep it straight. God is moving. And see, while we might, you know, this is why I say don't count on the election. I keep reminding you, don't think you're going to fix America and it's going to be wonderful and we all go back to church because we elected the right people into office. Do not be deceived. Many of the so-called conservatives are also liars and fakes and phonies. They'll talk a good game as they stab you in the back. We've seen it over and over again. So don't, don't put all your hopes in that. I believe we're going to get, if anything, what's going to happen if the election goes the way the experts predict. We just put a stop to the incredibly fast decline. We slow it down for a season. It gives us a respite to do the work that we need to be doing as Christians in sharing the faith to prepare people for the evil days yet to come. And that's what this radio program and all of the things that I'm working on in ministry are all about. So first, pray for me that I can do that other work as well, in helping to plant churches and lead people to Christ. And then for this radio program, like I say, I shared with some hesitation what Laura Logan had to say. But somewhere in there, there is some truth. It may all be true, but I know for a fact, a good part of it, I can sense already it's truth. Pray about about this in our nation pray that more come into the kingdom. Do you believe in the mission and ministry of this radio program? As we come to the end of October and we have to pay the radio bills for November, would you consider making a check payable to Ancient Word Radio and sending it on to us at Truth to Ponder at Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia, the zip code is 24319. That zip code again, 24319. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.